Good morning, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to talk to all of you, so call me right now, 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. So this morning, I asked a question on Instagram that I've long wondered, which is, why do people, specifically men in New York, spit so much. I'm sorry to be gross in this early in the morning. I'm sorry. But I was getting my coffee this morning, getting on the subway, and from my apartment to the subway, which is a four-minute walk, I saw three guys spitting. And I've never had the urge to spit. I really haven't. Like, I, I, I don't I don't get it. And so I asked Instagram, and this is, I, okay, this is going to make me sound really out of touch, I guess. Everyone was like, oh, it's because of Zins. And I was like, I do not know what that is. Please explain it to me. <laughs> and apparently it's like a little nicotine tab. Um, and I, I just have to f- tell you where my thought went. Okay, if you are addicted to nicotine why wouldn't you just chew the gum instead of the the because then I looked it up and it's like you just put it in your mouth and it just kind of sits there that's wild to me so but does that mean that all of New York City is addicted to them I don't know I just feel like it only happens in New York and it happens like kind of a lot sorry to be gross but I've I've truly always always wondered that um Oh, guys, but I'll, I'll I'll say something nice about New York now because I was feeling super romantic about it last night. I was walking and I walked past the Elizabeth Street um, Gardens and there was a classical music concert and there was all these people just sitting in silence just watching these musicians play and it was the sweetest, nicest moment. It was one of those I love New York moments, just all these people sitting, enjoying this. It was so, so nice. And I went to Lovely Day Cafe, very delicious food, um, <clears throat> and then walked home. The best part about New York is being able to just walk home, listen to your music, vibe out. It's the best. I have my 10-year college reunion um, this weekend. I'm going back to Stanford. And it's funny because a few people that I've told about it have said to me, um, oh, well, uh, like, I hope you like feel like you won or like, I hope you, you know, you're winning or like something like that. And I was like, that's exactly why people have anxiety about going to their reunions is because there is this air of competition. I personally don't feel that at all. I'm excited to see my friends. I really just want to go enjoy the football game, go to all my old spots. Um, I am excited to see people. Um, But there is an air of competition. Comparison is the thief of joy, y'all. We haven't said it in a while, so let's just all say it again. It's like it doesn't matter. But I am winning. I'm just kidding. Um, Okay, let's talk to let us. Oh, we have a little phone issue. Let's let's go to a voicemail. Don't worry. We're fixing fixing phone. Hi, Tinks. My name is Sarah from New York. Um, I have a question for you about box theory. I've been seeing this guy, and uh, we've been on and off for like three years, and he's always said that he doesn't want a relationship, or it seems like he doesn't want the label, but he keeps acting like a boyfriend. Um, so, like, for example, he, like, helped build a shelf in my closet, and he will cook for me, and when I'm upset, he says, oh, would it make you feel better if I come over, and, um, you know, a lot of really interesting <laughs> acts, but the words are, I don't want a relationship, 
Um, not to say I necessarily need a relationship right now either, but just was thinking about box theory and, you know, how he's saying I'm in one box but acting like I'm in another. And obviously this is not sustainable. And, like, even my friends are like, Sarah, you have a boyfriend. Like, I don't know what he, why he's kidding himself. Um, but obviously I need to go based off of, like, what he says. Um, clearly this isn't sustainable and I need to have like another conversation. So would love your advice and hope you have a great day. Okay. Hi, babe. Um, so I, I would be really interested to know if he's dating other people because I think that that would, um, give us a little bit more of the story, but I, I think still, regardless of whether he is or isn't, it comes down to are you comfortable with what you have now? Are you happy with your situation? Are you uh, are you satisfied? And and you know, is it just the label that you want, or is it more commitment, or are you just unhappy altogether? You have to decide what you want and then back into it. And I think that you're falling into a trap that so many women fall into, which is like you are letting him decide where you're at right he's saying I don't want a relationship and but he's you know fixing your shelves cooking you dinner etc just because he has some thoughts and feelings about what he wants and doesn't want in your life that doesn't mean that it that he gets to dictate your response to it so I would say to you um do I think you're in the hookup box? Yeah, if I'm honest, I do, honestly, because if he wanted to date you, he would, and he's doing all the other bits, so it's like clearly he has some hang-up. But it could also be true that you're just happy with this situation chip for a while, which is also okay. You have to decide what you want and if you're comfortable with this right now. Um, and if you're not, say, hey, it's been great, you know, hooking up. I am not into this anymore. I'm, you know, you don't even have to give an explanation. Be like, I don't see this going any further. You're really cool. You know, we can remain friends if that's something you want. Or if you want more, you you have to get out because he's not going to give it to you. You know, when people tell you who they are, listen, and he's literally saying, I'm not going to be your boyfriend. I can't do that for you right now. So you have to make a choice. You have to take back that power and decide how you want to proceed. Um, Guys, we are fixing the phones momentarily. I am so excited for the uh, New York reunion on Sunday. I literally can't wait. Have we done it? We've done it. Let's talk to Megan. I was going to go on another Housewives rant. We don't need that. <laughs> okay, Megan, what's up? Good morning. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. I cannot believe I got through. I know everyone says that. Um, Hi. How are you? <laughs> how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well, how are you? Good. Good. We have a delay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. What's up? Um. Okay. I have quite a spicy situation I'd love your thoughts on. So, a few months ago... Um, my friend's like husband of only a few months, like six to nine months, um, who I've known for a while. Um, we were at dinner and I was sitting next to him and underneath the table, he put his hand <gasps> on my knee and started to like caress my knee. Stop it. Um, yeah. And it was in front of her. She was there and like, she was sitting across from me at the table and as was another friend. Oh and so God. I actually went into like, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on the radio. Yes, but, you um, are. Swear away, girl. Okay. Fuck. I like looked, <laughs> I looked right at him and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, Cause I feel like I had this like visceral reaction. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Good for um, you. 
so he just smiled and winked and giggled at me, um, <gasps> which made the whole thing even weirder. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. That's, like, so maniacal. I have chills. That's creepy. It was super creepy. So I debated. This is a friend that I've known. So I'm 30. I'm almost 33. I've known this friend since we are 15. We've known each other for a really oh long time. Oh, God. And so for about a week, I debated, like, what we wanted, like, what I wanted to do. And I decided I had to tell her because I felt like um, this. if he was comfortable enough to do this to me, he's probably done it before. For sure. And also, I just don't want it to happen again. And then we have to be like, oh, yeah, this has happened multiple times. Right. I didn't say anything. Right. So I ended up telling her about it. She confronted him. And he got offended, naturally, and was like, I can't believe that you all would think I would do something like that. Like, um, oh I'm, like, offended God. that you would think that of me. What and he, of course, got, like, really defensive and offended. And she came to me and was like, I don't think I'm going to pursue it further. He got really upset and angry. <gasps> and so she kind of just moved oh, on. no. Yeah. Um, mm. So then a few weeks after that, she went on a walk with me and asked if he could come join the walk because he felt bad he hadn't reached out to me. Shut and the I just fuck was like, up. And I was like, I don't love that you're speaking for him and I don't want him on the walk. Like, if he wants to talk to me, he can reach out to me. Um, because for, like, at least a three weeks to a month, he didn't reach out and say anything to me. And, like, I've known him for years now at this point. So he didn't reach out to just be like, hey, I heard what happened. Sorry if I made you uncomfortable. Like, even something like that would be, like, fine, in my opinion. Um, and so he did finally about like probably over a month ago, text me and say like, sorry, I've been waiting for the right time to say something. Like, I'm sorry for how I made you feel. Like, if you want to talk, let me know when it is a good time. And I just haven't followed up. And now she keeps messaging me kind of being not, not consistently, but like here and there, she'll be like, have you talked to him? Like, I just want everything to be okay. And I'm kind of like, it's not okay. Um, yeah, and I'm, I was going to say, like, I feel like I'm living in the twilight zone. Like, what the fuck? Like, why? I I have so many questions. Sorry, finish. But I feel twilight zone-y right now because this is not normal. And the fact that he's they're acting like he said something like mildly offensive to you that's what they're acting like that he said something like a bad joke didn't land and you were like a little offended and she's like oh just honey reach out and apologize to her I want it to be okay he put his hand on your leg and winked like a fucking creeper yeah my I'm done I would just love to know what you would do going forward like how to manage both of them because I feel like I'm in the twilight zone a little bit where yeah. I'm like the elephant in the room is like why are you guys so okay and I'm right. the one that's being made to be like, I have to fix things. I'm like, everything's like, it's weird because I haven't talked to him. Like, I don't know. It just feels like there's yeah. a bonus on me. And quite frankly, I'm like, I don't know when I'll be over it. And I will talk. The last thing I said to her was like, I just need some time and I'll like manage it when I'm ready. Yeah. Um, it seems. I don't really know how to move forward. It seems bizarre because, well, one concerning thing to me is that your friend, your girlfriend, seems like the only thing she cares about is making it okay again and smoothing it over, which is disturbing and alarming to me because she doesn't seem to be um, kind of, I don't know, I don't think that she's feeling the reality of the situation. I, I, I don't really feel like she is kind of comprehending that her husband did this in front of her to her friend that is seriously like the next next level psychopath behavior to to me so that is really concerning and if I were in your shoes 
I'm really sorry to say this, but I would personally know that I was going to have to demote this friend a little bit because I couldn't, I don't know. I just feel like I've talked about it on the show before, but me and my friends call it a bubble where something happens between you and a friend. And then this kind of like invisible bubble comes between your friendship and you can't really talk about it. And it's awkward and it's just creating space. And it's just, you cannot be close because of the bubble because it's in between you. And that's kind of what you have right now. Um, How would I handle this? You know, I think that I would, I wouldn't speak to the husband alone. If you want to message him back, I would say, let's think, I I don't know, this is off the top of my head, but something like you touching me in front of your wife, comma, my friend, comma, made me incredibly uncomfortable. I hope this was an accident or lapse of judgment um, because... I think we can both agree it was inappropriate. Uh, let's move forward now. Um, I don't want to speak about this again. Actually, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. Um, I would say that I would keep it super, super to the point, unemotional, and just kind of as neutral as possible. Like, this is bad and move on. Babe, I don't know how, if you, how you're ever going to be friends with them again. I mean, this is really bizarre that they're acting this way. I would say that, and then I would say to your friend, hey, I'm hoping it was a misunderstanding, because clearly she's in Delulu land. So, I mean, at this point, I would just honestly say to her, you know, I'm going to trust that, you know, it was a misunderstanding. I hope you're okay, and let's not speak about it again. Honestly, that's what I would say to her. Because what what else can you say? I think your husband's going to cheat on you or he probably has. What else can you say? Yeah. And I feel like I've thought about a lot of ways to like say more, but it's like not my place. Like to your point, I'm like, I feel like I don't really know. Like I can't yeah, cross that line and say like what I really think about his behavior. You can't. Um, you really can't. It's just about how I feel. Yeah. Know, and like this is how I've felt. And you know, I was worried about you. I made it about yeah. her and I and not about like him, but yeah, I agree. I like that a lot. I feel like I just didn't know how go to go about talking to him because I like quite frankly just like don't want to. No, so. and I get that, and uh, that's why I do it on text and then leave it, and then immediately after you text him, text her and say, and you know what I would do to make it super like just um just kind of like get it all out there. I would screenshot your text with him and I would actually text it to her in the in your thread with her and say, hey, I've chatted to what's his face. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping this was a misunderstanding. I really don't want to speak. I hope you're, I would say, I hope you're okay. And I really don't want to speak about this again because it's making me uncomfortable. That's what I would say. And send it in the chat so that it's like, you don't want it to feel at all like you're speaking to him privately. And I think it's fucking bizarre, by the way, that she is encouraging you to have a private conversation with her husband. I think that is fucking bizarre. I also find it to be very weird, uh, which kind of solidifies your thought that, like, I just don't really know if they're, like, in their right minds right now. I don't think, like, things are super healthy. So she's, yeah. like, kind of acting in a way where I'm, like, I just would never – well, first off, I don't, like, this whole behavior, I'd be, like, yeah. I not tolerate that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, wow. Yeah, I'm really sorry. That's awkward and stressful for you. I'm really sorry. No, thank you for that. This was so helpful and, like, so validating, too, because I feel like lots of people being in – like, I've shared with some close friends, and since they know them, it's, like – awkward to you don't want to get all of them involved yeah, and yeah. cause any issues so yeah um, I appreciate you always being the best with advice and letting us have the space to ask you so thank, thank you so much you. all right good luck babe let us know how it goes email us and tell tell us how it goes if if anything weird happens I will I'll keep you posted thank you bye babe have a good week wow it reminds me of when do I not say it reminds me of a sex and city episode but do you remember when Carrie's in the Hamptons and the guy she's staying with a couple 
and the guy comes out and he like is like doesn't have pants on and then she tells um the wife the wife comes home and she's like had got muffins or something and carrie's like oh my god like i just saw blah blah his dick what whoa i think it was an accident and she gets furious and kicks out carrie and that's the thing is like you cannot get between a couple like that like you cannot you just you gotta as much as possible clear your name and back the fuck away you know as as gently as possible because it's you don't know what goes on between couples you don't know but that's a bizarre situation wow how awkward for our friend okay um katie how are you oh my god hi hi what's going on how are you i'm great wait i'm obsessed with you my roommate and i listen to you religiously so this is thank you item for me i'm so so excited you got through i'm so excited what's going on I'm pumped. Okay, so I have an ick story, but, like, the primary issue is I'm the ick. Okay. (laughs) It's me. Hi, I'm the ick. Okay, fabulous. (laughs) Story of my life. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so my pride has been bruised pretty much all weekend. But essentially, I've been on five dates with this guy who I, like, really like. Um, He's really great. For context, I'm 25, and I live in New York City. So dating here is, like, honestly more of a social pattern. I feel like that's something that turns into big things you know totally um so I'm pumped about this I really like him I've like felt like I'm in the quote-unquote date box but the unfortunate issue is I'm training for the New York City Marathon here oh amazing so I had to run 21 miles on Saturday and then we went on a date and I didn't eat so I was like super depleted oh wow Um, yeah, and I'm not drinking this month except for when I go out with him, and it's usually like one to two drinks, but like Saturday night. Yeah, you got, got written in the stars. It got right, so you got you got super fucked up. Yeah, uh, yeah, fucked up is an understatement. Um, I blacked out, and I want to tell you the specifics, but okay. like my entire body has been, you know, when you like shudder and you have the scaries, and like yeah, it's just heinous. Yeah. So I've been doing that, but like screaming. Like yeah. <laughs> well, how bad was so, it? Do you have any sense of how bad you were? Like, how has he reacted to it? He's been He was, so he stayed the night and we talked about it in the morning and he was laughing, but he told me that I like started an argument and then didn't want to tell me what the argument was about because he knew I would be embarrassed. Classic. And then the I things that I know that I did, I ran around my apartment naked. And here's the issue That's, with that is that... I hate the human body. Like, oh, I hate okay. Movie. Okay, why? We need to have a different call about that, but okay, carry on. Not, like, my human body, but the male human body. Okay, so, like, yeah. I just, yeah, I'm not loving it. So, okay. that was, like, one part of it. And apparently, my roommate had a, her, like, a, a guy over, and he was, like, naked in my bathroom. Separate story, like, I don't know why he's naked. But I started, like, banging on the door, like, telling him to get out of my bathroom. And I was also naked. Oh, my God. So it was just, like, a wild night in your apartment. Like, there's just a lot going on. Yes. And, like, now I'm worried that he saw my roommate's man, like, full frontal naked, which is, like, giving orgy. And I can't have that in my apartment. Yeah. Like, you can probably say you had a foursome in Never Have I Ever, and, like, that's fine. (laughs) Like, it's kind of not chill. So... I'm mortified, and my question for you, so then I had to go freaking apple picking on Sunday, which is, like, the most awesome <laughs> activity ever, and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't deserve this. Like, yeah. Like, not, I, I can't yeah. do this. So, 
he texted me and he was like, how are you doing? And I was like, uh, you know, like deeply horrified. Um, I need to make this up to you, like heinous behavior. And also the other issue was like, I told him when I was blasted out, I don't remember this. Like, I don't want you seeing other people, which is heinous. Like, heinous. Oh, <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So don't bad. stress. To be honest with you, the fact that he texted you the next day, like, how are you doing? And the fact that you stayed the night. And honestly, he sounds like sweet and it sounds like he's not turned off by it. I get that you have the ick for yourself, but like we've had calls on this show before where the guy is literally like pieced out after that. And even still, uh, sorry, I cut you off. Go on. So it's fine. What's your question? This is good. good. You're fine. Um, you just so, want you just want me to say it's okay, and it it is okay, especially because it sounds like this guy is not phased. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm going out with him tonight. So like, this is my like redemption run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna really crush it tonight. Mm-hmm. But I just it, I think it like needs to be addressed um, in a funny way. But I just like want to know. I feel like I need to talk about it, but in a lighthearted way and like. I want things to continue on the same track, but keep it light. Yeah. Keep it light. Honestly, like you can mention it at the top of the date, but like, don't belabor the point. Like he's cool with it. He's going out with you again. It's, it's Wednesday. You saw him on Saturday. Like things are going well. Like you're fine. I would totally make a joke of it. And I would just come in and sit down and be like, um, obviously I'm mortified for Saturday. I will not be ever running 21 miles and drinking on an empty stomach again thank you for being so cool about it like I honestly if you can't think of a funny way to joke about it be sincere and be to the point and like move on with it he's moved on like seriously if he wasn't into it he wouldn't be going out with you again he wouldn't have texted you and most importantly I want you to forgive yourself okay I want you to forgive yourself because I have blacked out on dates so many times and the guy has I've told you guys the story of when the guy I think his name was Ben and I went out with him. He's a director of a crappy movie that I watched on Amazon Prime in, in preparation for our date. I went out with him and I got pl- fucking blackout because I was so excited. And he was like, I can't date you because I think you have a drinking problem. And I was like, OK, I don't. I'm just 24 and I live in New York. And I'm not in the mood, by the way, for any freaking people to say, stop glory, glory, glory. What is that word? Glorifying. Stop glorifying blacking out tanks for the kids. I'm not. But it happens sometimes. All right. Especially in the city. So everybody fucking relax um you have to forgive yourself you have to forgive yourself like seriously you you also that's such a like earnest way to black out like you're you're training for the fucking marathon and you forgot to eat like that is the sweetest thing mine was never like that mine was always like I was listening to Beyonce pre-gaming for a date by myself and drank half a bottle of mezcal and arrived blacked out like that's a lot less charming of a story so forgive yourself Make a joke of it, okay. but short and sweet. You don't want to go into the details. You don't want to go into the details. Seriously. Like, okay. just so leave you it. don't think I can, like, ick myself out of the date box? Like, you think my roommate mm. think, like, you're in the date you're box. You're in the date box. Like, by the way, by the way, I, I, I insist you call us in three months and tell us when you're dating this guy officially. Because I think you will. Because you are in the date box. And like I said... In, in high school when I got really drunk I've been doing this a long time you guys um, and I puked on my boyfriend's shoes because I drank a bottle of red wine on an empty stomach I mean he wasn't my boyfriend he asked me to be his girlfriend the next day if we're in the date box we can do no wrong it's a beautiful thing it's the double edged sword of box theory so relax enjoy your date 
give him a hell of a blowjob. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and I can if I hate the human body. You hate the human body, right? I, I don't know. I'm wondering how you are intimate with people because you hate the human body. But whatever, we'll move. It's a separate call. It's a separate call. Um, forgive yourself. Be light. Be airy. Have fun. Relax. You're okay. All right. Thanks, thanks. I literally adore you, so I appreciate I you adore calming you. me down and not my mom. I adore you. Go have fun. Go have fun. Love, lots of love. Oh, my gosh. Okay, what a cutie. She needs to forgive herself. We've all been there. We've all been there. You also remember the story I told you that got, um, the time I went to Rose Bar with the British guy. Do you guys remember that story? R.I.P. Rose Bar, the best bar in the whole of New York. Um yeah, that was a wild time that I never got a call back after, but that's okay. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm going to take a quick break, but I want to talk to everybody. So if you're on the line, stay on the line. If you want to join the conversation, it's 844-305-ANDY. This is It's Me Tinks Live. I will be right back. Welcome back to It's Meetings Live on Radio Andy, Channel 102. Okay, we were just talking. The thing that our last friend said about how dating in New York, it's just, uh, what'd you say? It was like a thing, a thing you do. It's a social pattern. It's a social pattern. It's a, real it's a real, exactly. That is really, that is so real. I always explained it when I moved from New York to LA that dating in New York is just a thing you do like going to the gym. It's just an activity. It's not like a means to an end, which is kind of what she was saying too. But like, it's just a thing like, oh, what'd you do on Friday? And it's like, oh, I went to the gym. I went on a date and then I went here. And people don't even ask like, how was the date? Or like, oh, who was it? Because it's just like a thing you have to do. It's like going to the gym or doing laundry. It's just an activity, which is so interesting. Um, and I'm wondering if... Our New York City listeners would agree with that. Uh, okay, let's talk to Jill. Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. Oh, my God. Thanks. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Um, so I recently moved out of an apartment with my best friend. Okay. And moved back in with parents. Okay. To go back to grad school. Mm -hmm. um, so... I am working full-time, in school, part-time, living at home, um, and just kind of, like, readjusting to um, losing my independence a little bit yeah. of living with my best friend. Yeah. So, it's still, like, pretty close by, um, but it's definitely just been um, kind of a strange It's an adjustment. Yeah. I got this text from my mom yesterday, and, like, I'm really close with my parents. Like, I love them, and I was, like, kind of excited to move back home to spend more time with my family. I have four little brothers. Um, oh. So I, like, have a really good relationship with them, but she sent me this text yesterday, and I was just like, I don't know how to respond to this. Like, it was just so... What'd she say? Strange, like, kind of unusual, and I'm having this, like, costume party with my family and a bunch of my friends, like, all my brother's girlfriends, whatever, on Saturday, and she sent me this whole text about how, like, I... I need to be saying like and literally less and uh, it has somehow become every word out of my mouth and um, you really need to work on it. Like you're an adult in higher education. You need to like record yourself and listen back and like, she's like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but I'm just trying to like oh. tell you from an honest and loving place. But oh. like, this is like something that you really need to work on. And I, I don't know how to 
take it, and I didn't know if it was related. She was, like, kind of upset about this party that was happening, but she also wanted to have the party, so I didn't know if it was, like, coming from that or where it came from, but I uh, was just kind of thrown off by it, and I didn't really know how to respond because yeah. I had, like, this great relationship with her, and I just yeah. felt, like, attacked out of the blue. Um, so, I don't know. What, um, okay, so do your four younger brothers live in the house? Um, so two of them do. One of them is kind of in and out. He goes to college pretty close by, and then one of them is in college in the South. Okay. So he's, like, a plane right away. Okay. Um, you know, hmm, what do I think about this? I think it's probably an adjustment for your parents, too. I'm not taking their side at all, but it is probably an adjustment for them, too. Um... It is possible. Let's just let's just go ahead and assume that your mom didn't. Well, let's believe her. Let's let's believe her when she says that she doesn't want to hurt your feelings, and it's just something that she's noticed. Now, is it still a super annoying comment to get from, especially from your mom? One hundred percent. That is the type of comment from your mom that just cuts you so deep. Like, it's really not that serious. Like from an outsider, you know, my mom has said that to me a million times. My mom listens to my podcast and she says, "You say um so much. It's so annoying. You need to get better. Listen to yourself." And I'm like, "Mom, I'm doing my best, and it's my job. So please don't criticize me." But like, my mom says it to me all the time. Um. <laughs> how would I deal with this have you seen your mom since she sent the text no I've literally been working in in class from 7 a.m to 9 p.m four days so I haven't been home that much um, yeah and you're so busy and you're stressed kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you're overwhelmed too no I get it I get it you have a lot you're working you're full-time you're in class you're juggling a million things you miss your best friend you miss your independence you've got a lot and and you know what by the way that's probably why it hit you so hard is because you are in a sensitive place right now you are feeling a little bit vulnerable you are feeling like your whole life has changed and you're trying to get your bearings again and you were so excited to spend time with your family and then you get this and it's just like dang mom okay I would still go with love because it's your mom and you love her like you said you have a great relationship with her so this is probably just her I mean, moms nitpick. They do. They do. And now you're in front of her again and it's more top of mind. So I would just say, um, what would I say? I mean, it's every mother-daughter relationship is different. I would probably write back in all caps, stop telling me what to do. But that's that's my personal relationship with my mom and I really don't like when she tells me what to do. But then in three hours, I would text her and I would say, I thought about it and you're actually right. Thank you. I know you just want me to be better. That's probably what I would do. That's not, I'm not giving you advice there. I'm just telling you what I would do. Moms only want the best for us. So I would maybe say something like, geez, okay, thank you for the tip. I'll, I'm going to work on it. Because then she's going to feel bad and then she's going to be like, oh man, I don't know why I said that or whatever. Overwhelming when you get this novel text with you, all this punctuation from your mom and it's just like I have so much else going on that I didn't know that this was something I needed to think about today. Totally. <laughs> Totally. And I'm glad you like slept on it. I'm glad you took a beat. I would really just say something like, geez, uh, okay, mom, I will definitely try to work on that. Thank you for always wanting me to improve and just leave it at that because then she's going to feel like, dang. Um, but yeah, I get it. You have a million things on. The last thing you're thinking about is how much you say literally. Everybody in the Western Hemisphere says literally far too much. We are all collectively working on it, doing our best. Um, so yeah, I would just say that and I would just, 
you know, try to cut her some slack. She's probably adjusting too. It doesn't mean she gets to take it out on you, but um, I do think this is just a case of both of you being stressed out, high strung, a lot going on, and then you just like find some scapegoat and go with that. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for your advice. I really appreciate it. I love you so much. You've been really getting me through the past couple of months. Of thank you. Thank so you for saying that. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. And actually, you know, it's funny you called because my Friday episode is my, my Monday episode is called Cut Your Mom Some Slack. And it's all about <laughs> it's all about giving our moms grace. So I hope you find it useful. I hope you, the party goes well. And I'm really proud of you for working and being in school. That is no small feat. And it's really, really cool that you're doing that. So um, congrats. And I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. Lots of love. Bye, babe. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, my mom tells me, but you know, everything she tells me, the things that I get very upset about are all the true things. So for me, that's posture, uh, saying, um, which I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I say it so much. What else? Posture. She says I rush, which I do. And I make mistakes because I'm rushing. Um, I mean, yeah, it's the things that, that are, triggering to you that you get the most upset about if my mom is like I don't like your outfit I'm like I have amazing style so I know it's good it doesn't offend me (laughs) um (laughs) uh okay I don't think I could have said more ums if even humanly possibly try in the last minute let's talk to Kat hi Kat (laughs) how are you hi oh my god it's just me it's you babe what's going on oh my gosh this is my first time calling and this is amazing hey first time beginner's luck I love it I love it. Okay. Well, I have a situation that I literally have bullet points listed out because I need your help. Okay. Tell tell me. Tell us. Okay. So background, I have this group of friends. There's 11 of us. We're super, super close. We like legitimately traveled to Spain together okay. in April. Okay. So we're all very close. Okay. In July, I met a guy through one of those 11 friends. Yeah. And he, like, totally love-bombed me, like, over the course of a week. We stayed the night, like, three times. He lives in my building, like, all of this stuff. He lives in your building? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyways, so then, after a week, completely ghosted me. Like, classic. absolutely. And he's 33. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever. But... Fast forward like a month, I saw that some of my friends that are in this group of 11 really close girlfriends were on a boat with him and his friends. And I saw a video and I just like had a gut feeling. Yeah. And I was like, to one of my closer friends, I was like, can you please talk me off a ledge? Like, I hate that this man is making me like self-conscious about my own friends. Right. And whatever. And so got through that. Then three weeks later, one of the girls that was in the video, who's one of my really close friends, texted me saying, hey, I've been hooking up with this guy for three weeks. And I just wanted to let you know, because I think we're probably going to see you out tonight. And if you see me go home with him, that's why. Oh, fuck. Did she know that you had hooked up with him previously? That that girl? Yes. Okay. Okay. Fuck. Yes. I'm sorry, dude. And mm. It's it's okay. I mean, the act of her hooking up with him like really just like 
pissed me off a yeah. little bit just because like it's girl code totally and it's in your friend group like it's not an acquaintance it's in your friend group so that's definitely fucked right and the added layer of it is that six out of the 11 friends like knew the whole time right and I like was talking through like my sadness of like this guy situation with them in that three weeks yeah yeah and they knew yeah it feels like a betrayal yeah Yeah, because it feels like everybody knew but you and that's fucked Right. And then I had a conversation with the girl that hooked up with him. And I was just going to go into this conversation being like, I'm just confused, like what happened and like where this came from. But it was the most insane conversation. She was like, you don't own him. I never knew what he did with to you, which is not true. And like, I didn't know you thought of me as good of a friend as you oh, did. that's tough because she's being so defensive and that's not the way to go about it and the the annoying thing is if she had just said to you I'm really fucking sorry that was shitty behavior and I'm sorry you sound really chill like you're already being so chill about it you would have forgave her that's the frustrating thing that people don't realize just be nice yeah well and I've said that to my friends now too where I'm like if it was just the act of her hooking up with him I think by now I'd probably be over it totally I think it's the after part my question for you is how would you navigate this now like for the sake of my friend group and just all the stuff like I think black and white I don't trust her I think that this was like shady and just like mean for sure but how do I go forward and like not cause rifts in this big group of girls that were really close so it's gonna be hard because it's 11 girls is a lot there's a lot of personalities here's what you do number one thing do not discuss it with all the other girls do not mention it don't bring it up your goal now is to be classy cool calm collected I'm not saying that there's I, I literally just opened this show talking about how not everything is about is about winning, but like how you win in this situation is by being super magnanimous, super like channel Michelle Obama, like act very like when they go low, we go high and do you can pick one friend like pick your best friend and if you need to vent you can talk to her about it but be be like I don't want any drama like my feelings are hurt like try to keep it to a very minimum how much you talk to her about it don't talk about it with the other group and if they bring it up if they're like oh like so how does it feel to see like Carly and Bill out on the town just be like I hope they're happy and shut up because that is the most that is how you're going to win that like trust me then every girl is going to be like damn that's really cool that Kat is like so chill about this like she was done wrong by and she's still acting very very cool and the girl is going to feel like shit and the guy is going to feel like shit that is how you win trust me that is what you do in this situation don't discuss it be super nice if someone brings it up smile say hope they're happy and move on and if you see them out if you're forced to be there with them be kind. You don't have to chat to them and ask them how their fucking weekend was. But smile, be nice, talk to your other friends, do a lot of laughing. That is that is the the path out of this. Trust me. Yeah. Well, and on top of it, like the guy ghosted her right after this. Happened. <gasps> oh, 
Oh my god! Wait. Okay. I I thought you were about to be like their boyfriend girlfriend. That you're good. Oh my god! What a fucking dick. He's just like running through this friend group. No, fuck him. That's fine. I mean, listen. I would still not trust that girl as much as I did before. But for me, I will never ever miss an opportunity to bond with a girl over how lame a man is. That is some of my greatest friendships. Okay. I'm thinking of um one of my best friends in college. We became friends because the same guy fucked us over John Tucker style. So, it, you know, I I never miss an opportunity to do that. But I still wouldn't trust her. I'd still keep her at arm's length. But you can definitely talk about, like, you know, his dick game being bad and whatever, whatever, and how what a lame freak he is. Like, because it's fun. And that's, as Shania Twain said, that's our prerogative of ha- being a girl is to have a little fun. So go have a little fun. Well, thank you so much. This has made me feel so much better. And I can't believe I talked to you. You're amazing. I'm so glad you got through. I love you so much. Thank you for calling, babe. Have a great rest of your week. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, we're going to take a super quick break, but I will be right back after this taking more of your calls. So if you're on the line, stay on the line. Let's go, girls. Welcome back to It's Me, Tanks Live. On Channel 102, Radio Andy, I, I honestly, I love when Steve does that. I love when he just makes a little joke with the tunes. Shania said it best, honestly. She was ahead of her time in terms of feminism and in terms of, um, you know, just the whole situation with men in general. Um, so you think you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. Exactly, Shania. My sentiments, exactly. Um, okay, let's talk to Kayla. Hey, Kayla, what's up? Hello. Hi, how are you? Oh my gosh, absolutely ecstatic. Oh my god, you're so cute. I'm so glad you got through. What's going on? How are how are you doing today? Um, just like you, I'm gonna be very dick on the table because that's kind of what this is. <laughs> I love it. Um I I just don't come the same anymore. And it's because um I was seeing someone for just under a year. Yeah. And um, we connected, like, on all three levels, like you talked about, emotionally. Physical. Um, intellectually. Yeah. Yeah. So you had an all yeah. three one. Oof, that's rare. You guys, sorry, I'm um, just going to interject if you don't know what she's talking about. I always say there's three points of connection, emotional, physical, and intellectual. One is good for a fling. Two is good for a relationship. If you ever find all three, lock that shit down because it's rare. Anyway, sorry, go on. So you were dating him for a year. Okay. Um, I would love to say that we are dating, but the reason I can't say that is because we live 2,000 miles apart. Oh. Um, okay. And he was really on the fence about um, being serious and moving forward in that way. But this is important to, like, why I'm calling because of that factor, we had seen each other a couple times, flown out to see one another, mm-hmm. and because of the distance, because of the time in between hanging out, we made sex dates. Because, duh. Of course. And, um, yeah, so over the course of this year, my habit, like with myself when I'm masturbating, is to think about him, to send him all sorts of nasty shit, which I love, and to, of course, watch the sex tapes. And... Um, What's wrong with that? I, yeah, I now just, you ever have those times when you like, you're getting ready to do it, you're doing your entire routine, but you just don't feel like inspired to come. 
Yeah, or like... No, I do. I do. I'm validating you. I totally do. I know exactly what you mean. Sometimes I'm like, like I... I'm literally, I'm in a studio with like four people right now. I'm going to look at the wall, you guys, while I say this. Sometimes, okay, I've told you guys, like, I need to come like every day. That's why my skin is so glowy. You guys are like, what, 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 what's your routine? I'm like masturbating, guys. But anyway, I get it. Sometimes I'm so uninspired that I literally, I just, I'm like, God damn it, it's time to do it. This is a chore. Get out my vibrator. I'm like, oh, it's time to go to work. And it's like, there's levels to orgasms. And But can I just tell you something? That's honestly, sorry to always find a positive. It's so annoying. I annoy myself sometimes. But my shift there is like, isn't the female body and isn't female sexuality so interesting and amazing that we, like, that's such a testament to how different our orgasms are to male orgasms okay it's totally different and I find it really beautiful and the fact that you're just not inspired right now by that it's it's totally normal like you're so you're are you not speaking to him anymore or what's the status with you guys um we're not speaking anymore because I drew the line in the sand I said this is too hard for me it's going to create a pattern of behavior that is good for us and I just I know that's the right call and I know that like it's hard and I won't always feel this way but like I do feel as women we deserve to orgasm just like period of course but it's, um I I guess one of my other small questions is like he's a very respectful person like I trust him like a brother and there's just a higher likelihood that he's gotten rid of the sex tapes be- out of his respect for me I know he'd never do anything but um, a part of me just feels really sad to think that I'd be letting go of those memories because no one else has really seen me that way. Yeah. So you don't want to delete and, yours. Yeah. And like, I haven't watched them. I really haven't. But I don't, I don't think it's wrong to watch them. Is that crazy? I know a lot of people disagree with me on this and I am so fine with that, but I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with you still watching them. I think that's totally normal. Like, if you were in a new relationship, yeah, there's an issue there. But, like, I think for now it's fine unless he's asked you to delete them, which it sounds like he hasn't. I think that's totally fine. I think a majority of people fantasize about their exes while they're masturbating, especially if they're not in a new relationship. I mean, mainly if they're not in a new relationship. Like, you shouldn't be really fantasizing about them if you're in a new relationship. But, listen sexuality is so much more complicated than we could ever imagine. Like we are really at the tip of the iceberg now. We are only now starting to realize how vast it is, how complicated it is, and how beautiful that is. And to me, the memories that we have with people, the sexual memories are like some of the most potent memories and material that we have, okay? As long as he hasn't asked you to delete them, I personally do not see there's any issue with you watching them, enjoying them, remembering, like being seen like that sexually. And like, I, I also think that it's really great and important that you met someone who who opened you up like that sexually and like made you see what your body can do. And I don't want you to lose hope and feel like that's the only time it will happen. It might not be your next relationship, but like you should be happy because it's like, wow, you see what level you can get to. And that's really cool I definitely have someone like that that I dated where I'm like he taught me so many things he taught me so many things about myself and I would be lying if I said I didn't think about him sometimes a lot of the time yeah I think my just final thing that I really wanted to run by you is like 
all my other friends are in very like long-term serious relationships they haven't had more than one partner and boring just kidding. i know <laughs> just kidding i mean i i what a blessing what a blessing right i do i have not been bestowed um but has that connection ever like i'm just really on the fence of if i'm able to compartmentalize enough and keep doing this in a way that like I'm going to be able to really heal from not speaking to him anymore because I think over time, it, like you said, it's not that bad to keep watching them. But like I've had a couple other partners since him and I just, I like keep comparing them to him and I keep being like, this just isn't it. Yeah. And and I, I think that's okay. Like I said, you know, it, it might not, it's probably won't be like after you have one of those unreal p partners, like sexually, who it's just like on another level, it probably won't be the next person that you like date again, or it probably won't be the next person that makes you come like that again. But it doesn't mean that it's not out there. And I truly don't see there's any problem in you continuing to watch it. Also, I will say from personal experience, like even if you think, oh my God, me watching these will stop me from going out with other guys eventually and this is kind of an, a melancholy thought that I'm about to say eventually you will just naturally stop watching them as much because either it will be too painful or you've watched them too many times it will be boring and you'll be like okay whatever I'm, I'm actually starting to search for something new do I think it might slightly prolong your healing process yeah probably but if that's where you're at babe lean into it and enjoy it um I I really I really believe that okay I I appreciate your input so much. It felt like just this thing that I knew was happening to me, but I didn't want to, like, admit it or say it. Yeah. And none of my friends can relate because they're just like, well, you know, we just... Because they're probably having fucking missionary. They've been they probably doing missionary for the past whatever 17 years or and you're probably like, damn, like, you know, whatever. I'm just kidding. Please don't get angry with me if you've only had sex with one person. I just am making a little joke. It's OK, everyone out there. Um, yeah. I love you. I'm glad you had good sex. I have to wrap the show because I have one minute, but I'm I'm literally obsessed with you. Keep masturbating. Keep watching those videos, but keep an open heart to um, to meet new people. OK. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so much. I love you, babe. Have a good one. Bye. What fantastically interesting calls today. I could not love this community more. I really, really couldn't. I just am so obsessed with you guys. This hour of the week is my sanctuary, and I'm just so grateful that you um, go there with me and that we can have these interesting talks. Friday, my episode is about how much tea you should tell your boyfriend. Like, should you gossip with him? Because I have some thoughts about it. And then, like I said, on Monday, my episode is about cutting your mom some slack. I'm sure my mom will absolutely love that episode. Um, hey, guys, have a great weekend. Uh, let's. I will hopefully have some interesting stories from my reunion. Maybe I'll meet someone at my reunion. There was this annoying fact at Stanford. They always used to be like, 82% of people at Stanford marry other Stanford people. And I'm like, you wonder why everybody hates us and calls us nerds? It's because y'all say shit like that. But anyway, um, I love you guys. And I will see you on Friday for a new episode. Talk then. Bye.